welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. So one of our listeners tweeted to us, and we thought that we'd try to give a more detailed answer than whatever it is now. Is it 280 characters that we can use? <laughs> it used to be 140, but that just shows my age. Right. <laughs> yeah, so a, bit, a bit, bit more than we can give on Twitter. There you go. So the uh, request was from somebody who listens to us named Joel. And what Joel says is, uh, a at T-Shooting Agile, that's us, we've set up an Agile Practices study group, uh, and we're starting with listening to and discussing each of your early podcasts on the 12 Agile Principles. Hey, I remember those. Yep. It was uh, way back when, it's near more than a year ago now, when we started the podcast. That was the kind of easy content each week. We, we cover one principle each week. And he says, uh, have you any advice for us um, on this study group? And it occurred to us we have lots of advice. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, did you want to start us off with some advice for Joel? Yeah, well, and we'll start with um, what we actually put on Twitter so people don't need to go actually look up the tweet. Though, of course, we'll have the link in the show notes. And and so I was actually really excited about this because I'm a big fan of study groups uh, of different kinds. And um, so I said, well, yeah, when we do study groups, um, I, I usually like to do discussion in three parts. And what I had in mind here in particular was a study group uh, that I had done at Tim and did for, uh, and still do, and, and I've done it now for more than seven years. Uh, so once a month, and it, we said, we, we divide it into three parts. And so the first part is, um, do we agree on, on what we just read or what we just studied? So in his case, in Joel's case, it would be, do we agree on what this principle means? And this is, this is an important start because it turns out different people read different things into the words and they have different you know, ideas and the implications. And so the first... And they might listen to us talk for 15 minutes and all disagree about what we were actually saying. That, that's right. And uh, they, you know, they, they take different things as the highlights. You know, I think the key part is what Squirrel said. No, no, I thought it was when Jeff said, you know, that's right. So you have that discussion. And that that's always very interesting because uh, it really is consistently, you find the different elements that people um, resonated with them. And that and that leads on very often to naturally to the second part, uh, which is, do we agree on how it applies to us? Mm-hmm. And the answer could be it doesn't apply to us at all, <laughs> you know. And that that would be fine, but is there agreement on that? And um, usually, again, there's some discussion here about uh, uh, what does it mean for our scenario? Was it what are the circumstances? Uh, and then this leads in finally to the to the last. Uh, of the three sections in the discussion is, are we going to change anything based on this discussion? Uh, and, and in particular, are we going to do anything uh, in the next uh, week or month before we have the next study group? Mm-hmm. And if we have an hour, we actually spend about 20 minutes on each of these sections. And uh, the the very most important one in my mind is this end part. Uh, and it's, it's all building towards, well, what are we going to actually do? What is it we're going to try? Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned that we've we've had this in place for seven years now. And I know this. It actually started in a conversation that you and I had. Uh, scroll if you remember the conversation we were talking about what we could do to, to improve the level of management practice uh, at Tim. I remember you being quite a strong advocate of it. You just you just come to Tim. Uh, we we brought you over to to England to uh, to join us, and you you were strongly advocating that we should improve our management because you. Um, well, I, I don't know why, but I assume <laughs> that you thought we weren't very good at it, which was an accurate assessment in my view. And you said, we should have a study group. And uh, I, I remember you being quite strong about it. H- had you done it before, before you came to us? Well, it's funny. I, I, didn't, 
uh, nothing so formal as what we ended up putting in place, which, which was a sort of monthly uh, reading or you know video watching exercise and then discussion group. Um, but it, it, it had met, uh, it had been very much how I had learned a lot of uh, agile practices, uh, which is we had a group rather than sort of a, a something formal, we had an informal group where we would regularly uh, meet, discuss and say, you know, what do we think? What do we think this means? You know, how do, how do we, how, what would TDD look like? We would have things we would try. And it was, um, in that sense, it was very much a, a community of practice, <laughs> where we mean practice in the terms of like, let's actually try uh, doing something. Mm-hmm. And and that was, was in, incredibly helpful with how I uh, gained experience with Agile. It was sort of the sort of self-supporting group. And, uh, I, and I, the key element here for me had always been this idea of, we actually need to do something. It wasn't, it, and I could contrast it with other uh, groups I had seen. Lots of places I go will have things like lunch and learns, uh, brown bag sessions, um, where they might watch videos. But it ends up being, in my mind, more lunchtime entertainment. <laughs> they they have a, a nice discussion, they watch a nice video, and then they go back and they keep doing things exactly like they always have. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember you were you were telling me more recently about this experience of of coming to Tim and describing it to us and, and wanting it not to be. Uh, entertainment. And uh, I gather you thought that we had done that before ourselves or that it was more prevalent. Is that, is that right? Oh, that's, that's true. I, I, I remember uh, I, I told you, I said, well, you know, you, you guys you know, learned agile, you guys have put all these different practices in place. Well, you know, you must have done something just do, you know, you must have done the same kind of learning that you did before. And I assumed you had had similar sorts of uh, practice groups. I knew one of the things that you had in place and we still have our, our weekly lightning talks. And I could just envision how that must have been the core of um, people reporting back on their experiences week after week. And I tried this and I tried that. Um, yeah. In fact, it wasn't. <laughs> in fact, we hadn't done anything <laughs> like that. And it, it's less prevalent than I, I, I think you and I would like it to see it. It's much more common as I go around to uh, various clients that I see the, the lunchtime entertainment version. The um, interesting speaker talks about a thing. We all nod and we go back and do what we used to do. That's right. And, and in my mind, I, I don't even consider this learning. And I have kind of a hard line on this. <laughs> I, 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 and it's it's related to you know, some, something that people may have heard me say before, which is often I'll, I'll use the phrase learning is horrible. And some people really don't like it. But in my mind, learning is the detection and correction of error, not just learning new information. And it, it to me, it's the difference between uh, an analogy that you used that you you got from one of your clients. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, go on. The the guy. Um, uh, I was having lunch with him as a way of getting to know him and and perhaps start to coach. And I was describing various things that one could do and and how things could be different for for him and his organization and how he could uh, interact differently with other people. And at the end of the lunch, we were paying and, and packing up. And he said, I feel like I've been to a lecture on kite surfing, <laughs> but I haven't gotten wet. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's exactly right. If we actually started working together, uh, I would do things like give you homework. And I would say, hey, it's time to actually go and have, I, I gave this homework just this past week. I said, um, I want you to stop writing code this, and, and I want you not to write the code you told me you were going to write this afternoon. I want you to go see the customer service people instead and find out why they're angry. Mm. 
and um, the CTO I was coaching was quite surprised by that. He said, "But wait, uh, the code won't get done. <laughs> Somebody won't be won't be happy." I said, "Yes, that's exactly right. That's what I'm telling you to do, and I, I'm going to breathe fire on you unless you come back next week and you tell me that um, you found out what's going on in customer service because it's more valuable than uh, writing a particular piece of code." So the point was that um, I'm enforcing. I, I even have a. Uh, a sort of assistant person uh, named Sam who who um, chases down the the people that I'm working with and says, "Have you done your homework yet? Squirrel's going to be unhappy with you if you if you haven't done your your tasks." And I find that tremendously valuable in my coaching because it helps the clients, the the people I'm working with, to uh, actually make make real what they're um, uh, supposed to be doing. They they get wet. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is so important that they, they you, you, it's the time in the water, uh, uh, the time falling off the board, uh, trying things and having it not work. If we go back to the study class example, you know that, that what's uh, what's happening is you're going to be exposed very regularly to a lot of different principles, a lot of different ideas, and you'll come up with more and more of them. But um, the, the question is, will you be able to? to Put that uh, into action, and it's only from the uh, experimentation that you're going to gain the experience. And the more experimentation that you gain uh, with different techniques, the, the richer the kind of overall outcome you you can get. Uh, I was um, very influenced by a, uh, a parable from a book called Art in Fear, and it's uh, I've come across it different places. It's a, it's a, it's just such a, a good example. Um, we'll, we'll put a link to one location, though it's not the first place I, I came across it uh, in the show notes. And it, it's the story of a uh, ceramics class. And uh, uh, it talks about this teacher who divided the class into two groups. And on, on one side, one group, they said, okay, you, you are going to be graded um, just on a, a single piece, a single pot, a single bit of ceramics that you're going to submit at the end of this term. Yep. So you better make it good. That, that better be one good, fantastic piece of pottery. Exactly. And okay, that's great. That's straightforward. You know what you need to do. The other side, they said, you're going to be graded on weight. <laughs> We're just gonna, mm -hmm. How many, how, how many, how many pounds, how many kilos, how many tons of, <laughs> of pottery can you generate over the term? And uh, that, that's your, 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 your passing criteria. Mm -hmm. uh, you would think that okay, you're, we're going to end up with just a bunch of crap <laughs> coming out of one side, and then these really fine pieces from the other. But actually, uh, at the end of the term, the the work from the 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 quantity group from the weight group uh, was consistently better than what was coming out of the quality group. Mm -hmm. And uh, the explanation was that the uh, the quality group spent a lot of time talking <laughs> and, and 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 thinking about about quality. Probably probably they learned quote unquote a lot. You know they probably <laughs> they probably read a lot about what to do. The other side, uh, the the weight side, they had they'd been busy doing things. They were they were they were getting their their hands not only wet but you know muddy and stained and whatnot. They had they had done a bunch of stuff. They had learned a lot. And it was that that learning that actually ended up being what delivered the quality at the end. Got it. And this reminds me of a essay by uh, a blog post by Joel Spolsky way back to to many many years ago. Uh, and this is the guy who uh, later came up with uh, Stack Overflow and uh, some some Trello and a few other nice things. But uh, he, he got to start writing very interesting blog posts in, uh, around the turn of the century. And one of them is about his time in the Israeli military. And the 
advice he'd he'd got from somebody higher up was just keep firing just uh, don't uh, uh, don't worry about whether you're actually hitting anything uh, just keep uh, keep sending bullets out and if you do that you'll keep the other guy thinking about what what you're doing and uh, keep keep moving so that's a way to um, keep yourself um, engaged in the activity if you if you sit back in your bunker and, and think about what to do the uh, the other guy will get the initiative so the the initiative is a very important concept and that seems like the the sort of thing that um that the the ceramics teacher was learning from this ex- experiment with the two groups right and the, the, the two articles end up actually making similar points where uh, Joel's talking about the advantage that a, a, a small software company can have by continually you know firing out uh, different things and moving forward and advancing over time, and and the Stratechery article comparing, uh, I think was it BuzzFeed and New York Times, the the, the uh, faster rate of of doing things, of trying things, uh, would lead to to better um, better outcomes. The the kind of the last sort of quote that I, I really like that comes up in this is a and this is not a, a full parable. Um, from uh, Reg uh, Revan's uh, Father of Action Learning uh, had a, a, a nice quote, uh, which is simply, there can be no learning without action and no action without learning, which I've always taken as if you've just had the nice entertainment uh, at lunch, but you've never taken the action from it. You, you, I don't really think you can say you've learned. At the same time, every time you go and try something, you have the opportunity for, for learning from it. So uh, that's the getting the, the uh, your your study group um not just reviewing the material together not just, just discussing it together but also seeing how are we going to put life into it what are we going to actually go do and try it is really the key and hopefully that structure uh, is to help build up uh, um, the group's you know commitment to, to actually taking action hey commitment I know about that. <laughs> we're 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 writing the commitment chapter in the book right now. So uh, we're on, only ten thousand words to go. So pounding along on on that, but certainly there's a, a whole section in our our forthcoming book, Agile Conversations, and uh, from IT Revolution, which is about the uh, the commitment conversation. How how do you get um, get to a stage where everybody in the group is agreeing to commit? And uh, certainly it sounds like that's the kind of conversation we're encouraging Joel to have at the end of his study groups. So he's going to uh, agree on how the principle applies, um, uh, what, even what it means first. And then the most important part we're saying is, um, how, are, how are you going to commit to doing something different? That, that's right. And what, how do you get the group to actually go and, and, and try that other thing? I, I, I suspect or I hope that many of our uh, listeners have addressed this and gotten people to try different things. Um, uh, this is my recipe that I've used with study groups uh, of different kinds. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear how other people have have done that and and gotten group commitment to try experiments and try different ways of doing things. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, if you'd like to share that kind of story with us, what kinds of things you've done with the study group, or if you'd like to ask a question like Joel did, we're we're grateful for his question. You can do that by looking us up on troubleshootingagile.com, where you will find Twitter and email and lots of other ways to get in touch with us. You might even wind up in the book because we're looking for case studies. So if you've 
had experience with uh, agile development that's either good or bad, and you're uh, successful, not successful, you think there's an interesting story, we'd certainly like to hear from you, and we're looking for material. Uh, deadline is uh, later in July, so uh, later this month. So we're, we're moving fast toward uh, having a manuscript in. So, uh, great. Uh, we're looking forward to hearing from our listeners. And of course, we always uh, appreciate it when they hit the subscribe button or whatever method works for them for, for making sure they hear from us. So please do that if you would like to hear from us every Wednesday on the topic of troubleshooting Agile. Excellent. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Will. Well.